right, guys, we're back. Sports First Podcast, episode 15. We'll start off with just want to be another one of our NBA news breakdowns. We don't do a fantasy with NBA strictly what's going on in the season so far. Maybe next year I might start doing fantasy for it. Yeah. True, true, true. But a lot of games too. About it too. A lot of games though. Yeah. 82 games. That's it. I have buddies that do. I have my cousin that does it and another buddy That's that does it. That's the issue I have with all these other sports. It's just too much shit daily that you're like having to watch almost every single day that somebody's doing something. Sports over the sports overload. It's too much, man. I'd rather bet it on deal. Yeah, it's easier. Well, the betting stuff is funner for <laughs> sure. <laughs> All right, so let's get getting into the NBA here. Uh, speaking of, I guess we'll start off a little in Canada, a little bit Canadian news to begin with. Little Toronto offense still sucks. If you watched the game last night versus the Bulls, man, that was a train wreck in the last five minutes of the game. Couldn't stop a guy. Couldn't make a bucket. Still haven't broken 100 points in two games so far this year. Yeah. Hopefully it's just like some early start woos and it kind of gets switched because it is only two games into the season. Sometimes being like, you know, listening to analysts for so long that we've been watching sports, people jump to crazy conclusions within like the first five games of the season. Like, this is what's going to happen. That's going to happen. It's like, let it ride. People are starting brand new. Some teams are brand new. You got young guys coming into the roster. They got to figure out where they're going to be playing. So... Yeah, hopefully they can back that hundred. I mean, they look better, but their offense still looks a lot like last year, where it's just a yeah. slog. They don't hit enough threes. Yeah, right. I don't. They they still can't get that. Like Scotty Barnes is still a work in progress. Siakam's still not a good enough three point shooter. Yeah. See, like who else they got? Nobi's not bad, but his three point shooting was never his number one thing. And on top of that, like yeah, Schroeder, same thing, man. Yeah, he's never been a lead three point shooter. I think their defense is going to be solid all year. They got po- uh, they got Pirtle in the middle now. They have a legit big man, but no. they're going to have to figure out a way to get that offense no. much improved. And Siakam's a free agent after this year too, man. I have a feeling at this point he might just end up walking out like Fred did last year and get nothing for him. Yeah. I think yeah, he's going to have to bounce. Either you know they do a trade or he's going to just leave himself. They're going to have to figure something out because they can get some assets for him or do you just like let him go to free agency and the guy just walks away as a pretty decent player somewhere else because they're trying to make this guy the number one star and he's no Kawhi Leonard or any of these other guys and then you're also trying to build around him. We kept Scotty Barnes. We got rid of the other pieces instead. So it's like they're thinking he's already the star and we'll build around this guy but they're going to find out real soon that that's not how this He's also going to be like 30 real soon yeah. too, right? And not every guy like does better once he gets into the 30s too, right? Some guys just get older. That's just the way they are. Um, I They're going to be interesting to watch. Maybe not the funnest team to watch, but as far as, you know, with moving pieces, you got Scotty in there. We'll see what Grady Dick does. I haven't really seen much of him in the first no. couple of games. So no, I again, you can't be panicking two games in, but you don't want to call this guy a bust or anything, yeah. but... It would have been nice to kind of see a little bit more of a, an impact from them, at least, you know, the scoreboard, maybe some offense, defense, but yeah, it's been pretty quiet. Yeah. I mean, maybe Raptors need a spark offensively, get another, because he's supposed to be a three-point shooter to help this team out, but yeah. we haven't gotten that all from him. Straight up, they do need a spark, a spark that other teams have gotten from their rookies. Teams like San, San Antonio Spurs who've gotten sparks from a couple of rookies right now well Wemby's been f- you know what so far so good that's, so far, that's so the best good. way I gotta say yeah. it he's yeah. gonna have his ups and downs yeah. this year you already know it yeah. he's still a lanky 7 foot 4 19 year old remember he's yeah. 19 yeah he's 
I think he's going to be a phenomenal. I think his defense is ahead of his offense right now, though. Yeah. And we were saying that earlier. Like, he's so lengthy and such a disruptor on the court. Yeah. He's going to block shots. He's going to get steals. Like, his steals is really underrated. His arms are so long, man. Yeah, if somebody's betting, you know, money down on, like, sports games or NBA games, that's where you put the money is on steals and blocks, depending on who he's playing. Yep. But he's going to be a good player, and he's going to be a good fit for these guys starting their thing. Um. Well, we'll see. I do. I mean, but he's probably, obviously, like, everybody bet on him as your early... Yeah. rookie of the year and I don't see anyone else I mean you know we'll go into that in a moment here but the rest of the Spurs teams have been looking really good too like Devin Lassell everybody was like who the hell is this guy you know they gave him such a huge extension they gave him like 136 million over five years and then you look him up and you're like wait a minute this guy's actually not bad yeah. he can shoot threes but this year he's become a better playmaker for that team too yeah Moved so on to point guard now instead of, uh, I don't know if that's going to be a full-time thing or how that's going to work out because he's not the greatest shooter, but he's a good playmaker. Yeah, he's getting it into, I think, other guys' hands, which helped him a lot because they're a fucking three-point team right now. Each guy other than him that's on that court can nail up a three. Even when we saw in the first game Wemby sit down at like long periods of time because they didn't play him as much, you saw the guys that filled in were all three-point shooters. Everybody was blasting the three-point. <laughs> And if they said in the last, like, fourth quarter, I don't even know uh, how much time, Wemby didn't even uh, get a chance to go up and uh, score a point. So he didn't even take a shot for the last, like, four minutes of the game. Wow. Whereas he could have, and they showed each play that was made, and, like, Wemby wasn't a part of it. And you could tell at the end he was frustrated because I was watching the game, he was open at times. Mm. And guys were trying to make their own plays and make a name for themselves. And sometimes, you know, it's that little bit of hatred. Like, you know, I don't think it's hatred. Not even I, hatred, but a little bit of envy that, hey, do I give it up to this guy? And if he looks great, I also got to make a contract. And in the plays that I was watching, he's wide open. Like, there's not a single person on him in the paint. The guy could have lobbed it up, but instead the guy would go up for his own play. And sometimes, like, one of the guys would score, but sometimes miss. And at the end of the game, he walked right to the locker room. No handshakes, didn't wait, only got to leave the court. That was his first game, right? That was his first game, the first one. The second yeah, yeah, one the second really, one he was better. He him a lot. But I think, when I don't think it's much hatred, but I think it goes back to what the original issues was going to be with uh, San Antonio this year was they don't really have a point guard, someone who can, no. you know, make them spread the ball around. They have a lot of young guys who are trying to, you know, get their moment in the sun trying to become players, become all, like, obviously, they're, when you have a lot of young guys, they're all trying to make it in the league, right? Yeah. So, I think it's just, they're going to, they're going to have their up and downs, their young team, they're going to have to figure out who can play well with Wemby, too. Yeah. Because, you know what, these guys might be jacking up shots right now. Yeah. By the time the trade deadline comes, or even sooner than that, you know what, they're, uh, what is the Popovich and the Spurs going to be like, you know what, if you can't give the ball to Wemby because, he, you know, he's better than you, where you can end up playing somewhere else. And that's what's going to happen. They're going to figure out which guys work well with them, which yeah. work doesn't work well with them. The guys that don't, they're gone. Yeah, and I think this second game, they figured that out right away. Cause they won. Had, <laughs> yeah, four lob-up uh, jams where they gave it to him, waited. The guy knew that Wemby is going to be in the area and just lobbed it up for him. And he kept doing that play, and that's a play that they probably should have used in that fourth quarter much because mm -hmm. they could have got like eight to ten points from him just doing that, like straight five plays where they could have just lobbed it up and him going for it. And he fell on his under of his points too just because in the end, everybody kind of, again, was like first game of the season. Everybody's like, yo, let's start off with a bang. We don't want to look shitty ourselves. So I think they are going to take a little bit of time for people to know their roles. Where you sit, sure. who the fuck you're going to be for this team. Because yep. 
Sometimes you don't have to be the star. You could be the second, third guy up, and that's still going to take this team. But forward. when you're young like that, though, you don't know what you you're, you're what you're capable of, right? So these guys have to kind of figure out. A lot of the good role players were guys who were high draft picks in the NBA. Yeah. Over time, they became like you know what they look. I'm um, the perfect example. I would say is Aaron Gordon. Yeah. He came into the NBA as a high draft pick. You know, everybody thought because of his height and the way he was going to play, he was kind of going to play like that Kobe style. But in the end of the day, he settled into a perfect role player for his. And you know what? It took him a good eight, nine years to finally figure that out, right? So when you're okay, when you're looking at teams like uh, the Spurs right now, they're going to have some games where they look phenomenal. Some games where MB looks like a legit superstar. And other games, you're like, man, this guy's a bust. Yeah. But it's going to be exciting. They're going to be one of those league pass teams that are going to be exciting to watch all year just because they have so much potential. Like, I don't see them, holding, you know, doing well enough to be a playoff team at this point because the West is really good up top. But maybe they compete for the, uh, like, a playing spot, like the 10th kind of, 9th, 10th kind of in there, right? Playing tournament for sure. It'd be dope to see If they stay there. healthy and they've got enough, they've you know, they've got a guy who could help them get there. They still have the cells, another good player, but... We'll see what the rest of these guys do. Collins look good this year after having all those injury prone issues in uh, Portland. So, you know what? Let's speaking of playing teams last year, OKC made the play in. Yeah. They're off to a hot start this year yeah. for Chicago Bulls into a team meeting one game into their season. Mm-hmm. And then yeah. you've got the Magic, another uh, Eastern Conference team with last year's rookie of the year, yeah. Paulo Bancaro, and then Franz Wagner. I think I butchered that name again. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, but anyways, he, Franz, Paulo, they got some other young draft picks this year. Both, I mean, they played Scoot and they played Houston Rockets, so it's not like they're playing uh, elite teams right now. But two and zero is two and zero. Yeah. What do you think of those guys? I think OKC is going to be a, a top five team by the end of the season. Yeah, I think OKC is going to do well, and they're going to have to do well to be a top five team because they're going to be playing some dominant ass teams in the West. I think Magic have a little bit of easier where they are, right? Like, they're going to be able to at least not have to deal with that Western Conference as much yep. and stick to these Eastern guys and just get through these Raptors and these Bulls and these kind of teams. So I think for them, they could put up a really good record this year and match maybe uh, OKC, but being on the East Coast, being one of those top, like, six, seven teams. Worst case, fall into a play-in. Best case, be one of those top, like, five, six teams. I think for... Magic, there, there were their magic is where uh OKC was last year, yeah. mm-hmm. where they, I mean, obviously Shea blowing up and becoming a, a first team All NBA definitely helped them out too. Yeah, but I got the beast. They were playing team last year, right? And that, I can see Magic absolutely getting to that this year. Yeah, like you said, the East isn't as strong. First of all, you got two. You kind of have the perfect NBA players in today's league. They're guys who are tall, lanky, create their own offense. And they're not liabilities on defense either. Like, yeah. both are lengthy guys that they can play against other positions too, right? Yeah. So, why not? I would love to see a team like the Magic take the next step and jump into the yeah. top kind of 10 at least. Because yeah, last year, other, they had a rough start. Yeah. But after their rough start, I think the after the first, I would say, 30-ish games of the season, they were a playoff team for the yeah. remaining eight. Like, they played a few games above 500. They could have, I mean, obviously, they're... they're Start absolutely tanked them, but true. They were much younger last year. This year, though, Paolo's played a year. Yeah. Franz is on his third year. He's got a contract chance he's got after this year as well. Yeah. You know, they got some draft picks. Cole Anthony, the what's the guy that Philly used to have too? Remember he had the shoulder issues? He came back. He was solid as well. Ah, uh, can't think of the guy's name right now. Like it? 
know, he got drafted ahead of Tatum. It was, remember, it was this guy, then Lonzo, and then I think Jason Tatum went to number three. Can't remember now. Oh, man, the name's right late. Oh, Maxie's yet there again. No, no, Lonzo, and then Tatum. Oh, why is it? Soon as a year, as soon as I say, Markel Fultz. Yeah. Right? He's been pretty solid, too. Like, yeah. they have a bunch of, they have two stars. Paul's got the potential to be a superstar in the league one day, right? And Franz, has got, Franz looks like one of those kind of, like, maybe he's not a number one, but he's a good number two on a team. Mm. And he's too good to be a number three player, but he's perfect for like a number two type. And Apollo's your number one. They took a shot. Maybe they get a point guard here this year as well. And then who knows what's going to happen that next year <laughs> for this point. But at least this year, I think they'd actually make the playoffs. Well, those are the good start. <laughs> Got some teams on the opposite end of these guys. Two games into the season. Yeah, we say it's not time to panic. But for some teams... It could be a panic because it could lead into what's going to be, you know, going on for the maybe the next 10 games, 15, 20 games right now. Well, you don't, you just don't want to start off like you don't. 0 and 6 no. or something, no. right? Where you're, because you're not, it's hard to make those games. You want to be no. in, no. you just don't want to be out of the playoff spot. 2 and 4, sure. 3 and 5, you know, down the line. We're stuck out Lakers where we're, that's there like were like 1 and 10 or something. Yeah. And, but then you waste all, like, you have to spend so much energy just trying to get in, right? Every game becomes, yeah, must win, must win. But the two teams that stand out for me, you can say it differently. The two, Houston's one of them, and Grizzlies are my other choice. Yeah, Houston, you know, they spent all the money on Fred. They were trying to get all these young guys. They had Jalen Green, uh, Segun, yeah. right? Tari Eason. Brooks. Brooks, yeah. right? They added Brooks too. And Brooks has actually been pretty solid oh, so far, solid. right? Like I looked at his numbers and he's been shooting pretty decently. He's not shooting like yeah. 20, 30 times a game. He's shooting around. Somebody teams. else too on that team. Last well, was, they got their ass handed though. Uh, on that team? Like the last game they played, what was it? Who did they play again? Uh, they played uh, Magic. In the highlight. Their first game was against... Uh, Shit. Who was, was watching? Like somebody goes. I think it was OKC. No, OKC was. Uh, I think it's the Magic. Magic Bloom out. This last one? No, that was against the last one they played was a good one because I saw the, uh, Spurs. They played Spurs. Spurs yeah, the yeah, yeah. Game. Remember, Brooks was like, oh, scared, like whatever. Yeah, he talked the shit about him, and then they had that little. Uh, I was watching like some of the highlights. And you can see Brooks in the background while he Webby came in with this huge jam. Those <laughs> <laughs> hilarious. Was like, there you go. Go tell it to him. Webby seven four man. The guy's <laughs> yeah. gonna be able to dunk all day. It's just the rest of his game. He's gonna have to ropes. Any dunk he does, it looks like he just did a tiny little hop. He's got long, like his, he looks like, uh, he's got like these long praying mantis style, the like arms mantis. too, right? He's alien. He's not a human, man. He's, he's got, a body's an alien. Yeah. Uh, Petey for uh, out here has like name just the way his head is shaped. This guy literally plays like an alien though. It's so, he's out of, they were like, if he would, didn't play in the NBA, what would be his job? And they're like, if somebody said, the way guy, you know, the, the way we guy yeah, yeah. have a car dealership, <laughs> literally just. I was like, yeah, kind of probably kill it there too. The guy dressed up like he's Neo, but I'm like, dude, you're double the item of that character there, bro. No, when he showed up for the game the other day, yeah. right? But I think you're right. Those are the two teams. Just because, again, we were talking about the Western Conference. The Western Conference is probably going to have some of the teams that are going to fall in that bottom 10 that are like, have a chance of being a top five team, maybe even a top like seven, eight, but they're going to fall so low because they're going to take a beating from their own conference. 
And the side that's going to take it the worst, I think, is going to be the Western Conference because they're going to be teams where they're not going to end up too far down to get like a better pick. They're going to end up like in that weird spot where they're trying to fight for a play-in tournament, but they're kind of not at the yeah. Tournament, but they're not at the bottom. They're like stuck in there. Like that's what do we the do? worst spot. You're not you're not good enough to be a legitimate playoff yeah. team, but you're not bad enough to get a top two three pick. <laughs> yeah. And last year it sucks for Houston because they had. They had one of the worst, I think, three records along with Detroit and uh, San Antonio. San Antonio ended up getting Wemby, right? And even uh, Pistons and obviously, uh, what is it, uh, Houston both fell. No. Big loss for them. But you know what? I liked it because that was the whole reason that NBA changes their odds at the bottom is because teams would get the worst record and automatically they would always get, you know, top two, three spots. Now, if you're a bottom five team, you could end up anywhere from first you could drop down a few spots. Like you can't just be a team who's purely bad no. and get away with it anymore. No. But just going back to Houston here, though, they were a top four protected pick this year. Yeah, in the draft to OKC. So if this is for the Russell Westbrook trade, I think, yeah. or the Chris Paul trade, one of the two trades that they made for them. So if you're Houston right now, as you were saying before. Most likely, whatever pick they get, uh, their their final standing is, they're gonna end up giving it to OKC. Yeah, because they're not bad enough right now, I think, to be in that bottom four yeah. for sure. Obviously, not good enough to be in the top ten player in spot. Yeah. So you're looking between fifth and essentially like what seven spots there. Yeah, right. You're t top ten teams, you're at the bottom four. You're literally looking between fifth and tenth. You got that five slots where. You're going to end up giving up, so most likely you're going to end up giving up a 5 to 10 pick to, uh, what do you call it, OKC right now too. And OKC doesn't need more draft picks. They, they already have enough. Uh, right? We were talking much. about like we didn't, I think we glossed over them and went over the magic a little bit. Yeah. But 2 and 0 right now, they have a million draft picks. They added Chet last year okay. for nothing, right? Like he injured his foot the first year, missed the season. Yeah, so he's, he's basically like adding a top. He was the second pick yeah. overall last yeah. year. Fully healthy, ready. Right? And he, and then he needed a big guy on top of that. The J, uh, Jason Williams guy from last year ends up yeah. lo looking even better. Shea, we saw what he did last year. Giddy is kind of an X factor. He is. Right? If he shot clicks, man, they're dangerous. That's the, that's the thing is they're he's dangerous. got the size. He can pass. He just needs to work on that shooting on he top of that. Scary. OKC in general could be a scare. That's what we're saying. I think they have a chance to be a top five team 100%. if they all stay healthy. But And then on the other end, they're also potentially going to get Houston's draft pick on top of that. Fuck. They're going to they might turn shit around in that Western Conference because we got a lot of teams that are getting superstars that are going to retire soon. OKC could be a powerhouse in the next like three, four well, years. If not, like already obviously on the They're going to be ascending as teams like... You know what? You can never count out the Warriors, and you can never yeah. count out guys like LeBron either because they've been doing it for yeah. so long. But you know, with Le LeBron and his minutes restriction this year, Steph Curry's like thirty-five, Draymond Holder too, Clay Thompson, Clay, right? Like KD. KD on top of that, oh. like they've already got injury issues. If you're in Phoenix, right? There's a lot of old superstars in the old league, guys, and the way that like. Honestly, I, I blame Tom Brady for all this because <laughs> yeah. he he made all these things like every uh, the people playing later in, into these careers and then being successful at it. Yeah, right. A lot of I mean, and you know what? Not saying the guys before weren't able to do that, but the numbers that Brady put up in his later years unheard of. Same with LeBron. You know, LeBron's the other guy kind of like in that frame too, where the stuff he's doing right now, he's not just the guy who's getting like fifteen points a game. Yep. 
he's a he's still capable of being LeBron. But the problem with that now is, in let's say you play three times a week, yeah, he can probably give you LeBron old LeBron one, maybe one and a half out of those three games. He's not going to give you old LeBron or that version of LeBron three times a week. Not in the season, man. Not in the season. Now they're just trying to save in the players. Davis and all these other guys. Obviously, Lakers have their issues on that side of it. You guys are going to have to support this guy until playoffs come. Like, yeah, he'll ride out for you playoffs. But until then, show that you guys have built something together. If they can get to the playoffs without him, man. Yeah. He had to play the whole fourth quarter. He had to play the whole fourth quarter to beat... The Suns without Booker. Yeah, the pass his time. His time was supposed to be 30, max 31. They went to 35 minutes to ride this and guy. the entire fourth quarter, up until the point he was 23, they're probably going to do the same thing, playing like seven or eight minutes. They're going to have to. But they got to go ahead, uh, that layup, the winning layup, and one little uh, steal in, in between there. But the, the thing I worried about when it came down to that was they ended up having to use... LeBron like that to beat the Suns without yeah. Booker and without Beal and Beal's been injured already and Booker played the game before. So all of a sudden now you have literally just Durant pretty much and a bunch of role players yeah. and it took all of that just to beat them. I'd be a little bit worried with the Lakers start yeah. because they got beat by a really good team. This showed some flaws and I know again it was the Nuggets. Yeah. So you know what? Big what LeBron, the too. thing that I specifically worry about is when the non-LeBron minutes, they got killed yeah. in the first game. When they had LeBron, they were at plus, I think, seven or eight for the whole game. Yeah. Without LeBron, they were like minus 16. Yeah. Same thing happens against this game. So how if you're going to put LeBron on the minutes restriction, which sure, makes sense logically, can AD and all these other players step up and do it for the rest of the season? 100%. And uh, just one last thing I think we're talking about, the Grizzlies. Yeah. For bad starts. Already 0 and 2. Yeah. Adams is gone for the season. Jaws out for the first 25 games. This is Marcus Smart time, which is yeah. you never want Marcus no. Smart time. <laughs> no. Not to be leading you to dub. No, absolutely he not. He's a great play player. Defensively for you and score as many baskets as he honestly can. He does. You shouldn't be a guy that you're relying on to be like, hey, we need you to come close the game up. Right. Not a. We need you to just stay the whole game and do your job. Yeah. We need, obviously, Jada come in here and fucking start closing. But they lost Tyra, Tyrus Jones in the trade, right, yeah. to get smart as well. They also have uh, Jaron Jackson Jr., but he's, he gets in so much foul trouble that there's going to be games where he's got three fouls like six minutes into the game. And then what? You don't have Adams. You've got uh, Brandon Clarks coming off a torn Achilles. I don't think he's even playing right now. If I'm, I think he's. I don't think he's playing at all. But when he does come back, he's going to be off a torn Achilles. Yeah, they have no size. Yeah, and having yeah losing Brooks, like you lost a big body in there. Mm-hmm. That a guy that like while Morant's gone, at least he could score points, body guys around. Just get it to anybody else. We don't need. The, obviously, he's not another guy we're looking for fucking twenty twenty five points. But he is a guy that he's, will body guys like hundred percent. And give it to you and be like, you go up and he'll hold this guy down for you. He's decent. Like obviously in the playoffs, he. Couldn't shut the fuck yeah. up and then got lit up on defense. Yeah. But he just doesn't need to talk as much, but his body work is good compared to his talk. But if you look from the Memphis side, though, they you lose Brooks, yeah. right? You've lost Jaw for 25. Yeah. You lost Adams, and I know you lost Adams towards the end of last season, but they made a big difference for them when he was in and when he was out. Yeah. Because now Jaron Jackson has to play the five, and Jaron Jackson gets into so much foul trouble that how can you put a guy like him consistently at the number five spot? True. And this is just two games in. I get it. You know, 
things are going to change. Some teams are going to get better. Some teams are going to get worse. We don't want to panic too much just yet, but I mean, you got to at least be, because you don't want to be 0 and 6, 0 and 8, like we're talking about, you know, similar to uh, the Lakers last year when they had all their issues, right? So, Cleared up. Um, I think, you know what, that's probably enough uh, NBA talk for this podcast. That is it, man. So that's the end of this episode, and we'll be right back with some NFL news after this. Oh, 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 oh,